tell you, you know, if there's one thing that Edmontonians can agree on, it's the fact that there's been a ton of construction going on in the city over the past few months. In fact, the city says 2022 was one of the most robust construction seasons ever in Edmonton. And if you're driving around town, you know it. More than 300 construction jobs were taken on that employed about uh, 13,000 people. Now, some good news. 70% of the city's projects were on schedule. 92% are on budget. So while a lot of projects are getting done, it still can be pretty frustrating when you're trying to get to point A to point B. You know what I'm talking about. Adam Laughlin is the Deputy City Manager of Integrated Infrastructure Services, the department that builds things. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Okay, Adam, I have to ask you right off the top, just how often are people complaining to you about trying to get around the city? I'm wondering, you know, your family, your friends, do you hear it often? Uh, I hear it here and there. I I think, you know, um, obviously we have a short construction summer season and with uh, with the size of the city we have and the, the, the volume of uh, infrastructure um, that, that we need to take care of, uh, we're, we're compressed in what we can do. Um, I think the beauty in Edmonton is um, the robust uh, uh, transportation network that's available to Edmontonians that... And I do hear about it, but I, I do also hear that people have discovered a, a new route or a different route, and it's because of the robust transportation system that we have in Edmonton. And we know that uh, 2022, uh, as was stated in the in the reporting yesterday, was one of the most robust construction seasons ever in Edmonton. Uh, more than 300 construction jobs were taken on, employed over 13,000 people. That's huge. Um, I'm curious if you can answer a couple questions for me. I'm, I'm wondering how the city makes decisions on what project is happening when. I know, you know, it has a lot to do with budgeting and that sort of thing, but um, I'm wondering if you're looking at the grand scheme of things, like putting this puzzle together for the summer of 2022, what does that look like? Yeah, so it's a great question because it, it, it does have many factors that go into where do we where do we determine the infrastructure improvements or renewal projects that we're going to undertake some of that's actually driven by the grant funding that we would potentially receive from other orders of government and so an example for that is uh, I really appreciated the support from the federal and provincial government related to the five supportive housing sites that we um, wrapped up construction or are wrapping up construction on this year um, that would come with timelines when we need to complete that work so that somewhat dictates when we're going to be undertaking that work. Uh, other facility projects um, are on the basis of the users that are in those facilities that we need to to schedule around different rec plans or in the case of some of the fire stations, we need to make sure that it's done in a way where we minimize the impact to those facilities. When it comes to um, the renewal side of, of the infrastructure improvements that we're making at Edmonton, a lot of it is condition-based driven. And then on the basis of the condition and the, the urgency associated with the need to repair uh, the infrastructure, it drives the scheduling. So, um, for example, our neighborhood renewal program, it's a dedicated um, 
defined um, um, scheduled program. And so we, we have a little bit more latitude in terms of how we sequence different neighborhood reconstructions and the associated improvements that come along with that. But when it comes to, for example, uh, some of the arterial road um, renewal that has to happen, it, it's really driven by condition and, and making sure that we, we, we get to the renewal component before we have to get to a reconstruction mm -hmm. component, which is certainly more intensive and more complex. And I'm wondering about how the city evaluates the challenges for people trying to get about when, for example, um, you know, we're, we're working on a, on a roadway, uh, we're, we're shutting down bridges, that sort of thing, and, and also the impacts on, on businesses, uh, you know, how they might be affected. What, what goes into that? So certainly, uh, to my earlier comment, um, consideration of the larger transportation network is a big consideration. So for example, the Lata Bridge renewal that uh, we're, we're completing right now, which is kind of where Jasper Avenue turns into 82nd Street, um, that was uh, the type of renewal that was required was one that we actually have to deconstruct the bridge and rebuild it. Um, otherwise, we'd be uh, carrying out ongoing renewal, um, sort of annual maintenance in order to keep the bridge limping along and recognition of that bridge needing to be closed. We looked at the larger transportation network in, in and around that area and seeing that there's options or there's not other construction projects that are in that vicinity that allows commuters just to move to move around it as it relates to business it's a it's a constant consideration in in how we approach our projects it's regular communication with our project managers it's um, trying to provide as much notice as possible that here's the times when we're going to be here here's the potential impacts uh, adjusting our construction patterns based on whatever business activity uh, requires us to do that uh, so a bit of iteration with with the business owners um, but it, it, it is something that does need to happen when you consider we're a city of million of, of um, thousands of kilometers of, <laughs> of lanes that need to be repaired and renewed. Uh, and I think it's just the nature of us moving from, you know, what, what could be considered a smaller city to yeah. we are a big city now, and it does require that level of investment and care. Adam, you know, uh, a lot of people wondering about uh, the Southeast Valley line, the LRT project there, and, uh, you know, the challenges that... Uh, that the project is facing right now and and what that means for timelines or can can you can you speculate can you you know touch on what we're looking at at that point uh, or on this project uh, at this point for possibility of getting moving again well from a timing perspective premature because transed and again just to make sure folks are aware on this project the city of edmonton is actually transferred all mm -hmm. design, construction, operation, and maintenance responsibility to a third party. So it's unlike our other projects where we would be day-to-day -day project management. This is TransEd's responsibility. So uh, not not in a position yet to communicate that, and, and TransEd would be the group that would communicate mm -hmm. that. Um, I do know that uh, we're working closely with them to understand the, the root cause, uh, the design solutions to complete the repair, and 
folks have probably seen the transit starting to get out there to prepare for some of those repairs so they're they're being very responsive uh, in in terms of getting there but it's it's uh, too early right now to say in the next week or two I think transit will provide an update but I but I don't anticipate it'll provide a schedule update just because it's it's early days in the um, um, design solution and implementing that design solution uh, when when they get to the point of finalizing that um, the other important consideration in this for Edmontonians is that these repairs are not at the cost of mm-hmm. Edmontonians this is a because we've transferred that risk to transit they are um, responsible for the cost associated with this it doesn't take away the frustration that we share with Edmontonians around not having the line operational but the model that we used is protecting Edmontonians financially in terms of the impact so Adam going back to the the projects that are under uh, the purview of of the city the city is running them city is taking care of them um, as we wrap up this year looking ahead to next year what big projects are in store for Edmontonians next construction season well actually a lot of it is continuing projects that have started so transformational projects that we have underway um, the next leg of the Valley Line, which is Valley Line West, that work continues and will continue. Um, the Metro Line into Blatchford uh, is well underway and will continue. Uh, the Yellowhead Trail Freeway yeah. conversion is a project that's well underway, and you'll folks will start to see um, we'll, we'll start to tackle the 127th Street interchange project uh, in the coming years, and that'll be a significant improvement once we get that completed. And then, as far as um, on the recreation side, Coronation um, Rec Center is ongoing. Lewis Farms has just started. And then um, folks will, will see the ongoing renewal efforts that we have in neighborhood renewal and mm-hmm. roadway renewal. Um, uh, 50th Street grade separation continues. Um, so th- the work that we do actually sort of spreads beyond budget cycles because some of the projects are are, are so big and transformative that, that they do require multiple budget cycles. But um, not anticipating any new, but of course that's that's going to be a, a budget discussion with council. Yeah, Adam, it's been uh, like I take Twilliger Drive home most days, and it's been it's been it's been wild watching that uh, expansion from the two lanes what down over to the four lanes over the past uh, number of months, and can't wait for that to be finished here, whenever that is going to be finished. But uh, yeah, it sure is nice when you can kind of see uh, the end is near uh, on some of these big projects. I sure appreciate making. Time for us this afternoon and giving us this update, Adam. All the best. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you very much, Shailen. Yeah, Adam Laughlin from the uh, City of Edmonton talking about uh, that uh, construction season and a lot of you, and, and I agree with you. And I tried to ask the question of him, you know, what goes into making a plan, like the puzzle? How do you make it all fit? Because getting out of our place these days, I mean, on the weekend, um, especially or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I mean, the Anthony Handy Bridge is down to one lane. You take a detour and you're, you're in uh, another construction project. Again, what he's saying is that, you know, thanks to the fact that we have a robust road system in Edmonton that you can find a way around, but I agree with you. It's not as convenient as what we would like, is it?